Missed any of our weekend's ONM Live coverage? Search ONM Live wherever you get your podcast from and never miss a second of the action. Scott Montgomery with our Anytime Fitness Player of the Day. Yeah, boys, got Braden O'Hara, Anytime Fitness Player of the Day, mate. Good win to come down here and take that one away from the Rovers. Uh, yeah, definitely. After last week, um, yeah, it's always good. It's a hard, it's hard game when we come down here all the time. Um, over the last two years, I reckon they've had our measure down here. So, uh, yeah, it was a good, real good win. Spoke to you early on in the year, and you were saying you are playing on the wing and running around for all these young boys. Back in the middle today, mate, picked up 29 touches on the 40-wing stats. Really good effort, and you were able to just find a bit of that form and also hit the scoreboard as well, mate. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I've been hitting, uh, knocking on Sean's door for a while, saying, just get me back in the middle. I'm 35, but I can still run. <laughs> yeah, no cramps. And uh, ankle, mate, all good at the end of the game there? Eh? Uh, yeah, just like rolled it on the inside a little bit, but yeah, I'm fine. Uh, go ice up, mate, and enjoy it. No worries. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. For now, we'll cross boundary side for the Newmarket Hotel. Scott Montgomery's boundary side with Snipper Miles. Yeah, you got Snip Miles, a co-coach, mate. Good win, as we spoke about off air. Really good to come down here and get the result against the Rovers, who are in reasonable touch. Yeah, it's always a tough challenge coming down here. We know they play this ground really well. They're a quality outfit, well coached. So to walk away with four points, um, yeah, really pleasing. Thought you had a couple of really good moves with the coaching before the game. Obviously, Lucas Conlon going forward with Jacob out, able to show that he could probably be there even when Jacob gets back into the side. It's funny, he uh, he came to us as a forward and Jacob came to us as a back. And, um, yeah, they've both got great flexibility to play forward and back. So, um, yeah, just get him forward of the ball. Um, and as I said, he, he's a quality forward as well. And, yeah, I thought it worked pretty well for us. Your backs have stood up really well today. They got a fair bit of inside 50 ball at times. And Jesse Wilson's job on Alex Mark, Lou Bryden Hodson was able to play that zone off defender as well. You've got to be really happy with that back six back there. There's no real, yeah, no real superstars down there with, with all due respect to those guys, but they play really well as a back six. I think the inclusion of Hamish Gilmore has been, been fantastic for us as well. He can play on one of those guys. And yeah, as you said, Jesse Wilson's job on Mark Lou, who we rate as probably one of the best forwards in the comp. Thought he did a, a really good job. And Ben Kelly's effort made, obviously, after half-time going one out in the ruck was fantastic and got a bit of a chop out from Lucas Conlon, but he basically went one out against Toby Murray, who's one of, one of the premier ruckmen in the competition at the moment. We're really pleased with, with Cal's efforts. Obviously, losing Izzy, I don't know, three or four minutes into the second quarter, um, you know, they can go one or two ways for, for the group, and I thought it really galvanised us in, in a way that um, yeah, they had some momentum there, and we, we got that back on our terms and, and were able to um, get the game under control late in the um, third quarter and into the fourth. Yeah, when the first two minutes of the third quarter, he must have, heart must have dropped a little bit when they kicked two, got back within a kick, and but your boys were able to just settle down and take it on their on their own, and then we were able to control the footy from there on, basically for a quarter and a half. Yeah, we probably learned some lessons from the the final last year that they are they're a really good momentum side, and, and they're a quality side. We spoke about they're going to come um, similar, to probably Wang last week. You know, they're going to get good looks, quality um, opposition. But yeah, as I said, our ability to wrestle back the momentum was really pleasing. That's right upstairs for a couple of questions, Snip. Snip, Gussie here, mate. Congratulations on the win. What's changed for Jeff Garlett across the last 10 games of footy he's played? He was probably on the brink of getting dropped at stages last year, and for mine, he's the best small forward in the comp at the minute. Yeah, it's um, it's probably it's as simple as it coming back to good training habits. Like, he's a guy that's played AFL, but, y- you know, you've still got to train hard and you've still got to get into good training habits. Um, and his training, probably the last... 
you know, this whole preseason didn't miss many sessions and set himself up for a good year. You know, it is as cliche as it sounds. We're still just looking for him to play his role. And um, today he was able to do that, get on the end of a couple, and um, thought he looked really dangerous forward to the ball. I thought Colby Heiner Hennessy played his best game to date in season 2023. And he looks to have developed a really big tank. He covers the ground so incredibly well. He does for a big guy. He gets up the ground um, and, and gives us a real target, which, as I said, we, when um, JC and, and these guys and BK, Benny Kelly are all available, we feel that we've probably lacked a little bit of height last year and, and those guys, you know, we've probably gone to the other end. Fletcher Hart's coming back uh, next week as well, who's a really quality tall forward, so um, we're, we've got some good depth there in that area and um, Cheese, as you said, just gives us something different with his ability to get up the ground with a big motor. Uh, Miles, you, uh, well done on the win today, mate. Super effort from you guys. You must be really pleased with the depth that you've created at the club now lately. Obviously you've got uh, Jacob Conlon out of the side and some really key players, but you, you just don't seem to miss a beat at all. No matter who comes out you just seem to be able to be a bit of a Swiss army knife and be able to cover all roles. Yeah, it's funny. We, we spoke about that at the start of the year and, you know, the, the next man up mentality and, and squad mentality. It takes 60 guys to get the jobs done at, at, at club level. And, um, you know, I've heard that when I've been on the other end, you know, playing a lot of twos footy. But now as a coach, you probably see how true it is to, to have good depth. It's so important. And, um, you know, we've got five or six guys who are just playing terrific footy in our twos as well. And, and they had a great win today as well. So... Um, really pleasing as a coach and, and continue those guys are happy you know being that next man up if that makes sense and, and um, are really good to coach because they've got that mentality yeah good day Anthony Luke Francis here what on, on the win Anthony uh, the Conlon boys so Lucas and Jacob would you ever put them forward at the same time or is it simply a case of of not having to yeah, it's an interesting question. I suppose it's always a possibility. As I said, we've got some really good depth um, with our tall forwards at the moment, but um, yeah, it would be interesting. I think we did it once or twice last year. Luke as well, where against the Raiders, I think they both played forward and probably trying to spoil each other. <laughs> Those two, they're pretty competitive everything they do, so the more we can separate them, the better. Yeah. And Milesy, uh, on a personal note, mate, I saw you running around and kicking the footy with Luke Daly's boys uh, before the game this mm. afternoon. First and foremost, great to see you up and about, mate. But what's the rehab looking like for you at present and where you're at in your recovery journey? Yeah, thanks, Gus. So, uh, mate, I'm, I'm starting some straight line running and um, slowly getting back into it. So um, it's just good to be to be running again after eight or nine months, to be honest, mate. It's just, um, yeah, I'm still, still a little bit off, obviously, change of direction and, um, you know... Luckily, I don't have, um, I didn't have much pace or agility to start with, so I don't have to tick too many boxes there, mate. So, but um, yeah, slowly getting back into it, which is pleasing. Just on that, Anthony, do you have any pain at the moment in your ankle or foot? Uh, after a big day, yeah, at times, yeah, with um, yeah, with the, just being on it all day. But um, yeah, it's certainly improving every every day. Like it used to blow up, you know, pretty significantly. So um, I, I can't really feel it at the moment. So yeah, I'd say it's much better. What does the next week or so look like for the for the side, Miles? You're obviously intra-league next week, and obviously some of your boys will be a part of that, but a lot of the group probably won't be. What does the next week or two look for for you guys? Uh, it's funny, Paddy Scammell, who is our uh, fitness fitness guru, self-proclaimed fitness guru, he was he was more excited than everyone that we've got to buy this week because he gets a few running blocks, I think, and, and gets his hands on a few boys to do some extras. So, look, we'll, we'll, obviously it's a bit of a tricky draw with um, the amount of buys and everything. We've got a lot of guys fortunately playing in a league, which is great um, for those guys. But, um, yeah, we'll have a you know, normal normal week and then have probably a good go Thursday, I reckon. Miles, your last one for me. What's George's schedule, George Hall and Smith, 
look like at the Albury Tigers. Only mm. played a handful of games, but for mine, he's got the makings of a best and fairest winner all over him if he can get enough footy into him. What's George's schedule look like, and how often do we expect to see George running around in the yellow and black? Yeah, it's funny because we're, we're, we're pretty good mates, George and I, but, um, yeah, a bloke from Howlong and a bloke who's, you know, he's probably running for the next Prime Minister. He's a really switched-on <laughs> guy. Um, so it just a lot depends on his work schedule, to be honest. He's, um, yeah, he's... he's Really, really intelligent and has a lot of, um, you know, pretty busy work schedule. So uh, we'll get him. He's actually uh, potentially going over to India for the um, Road World Series IPL mock um, at some stage too. So we'll miss him to, to cricket for three or four weeks. But um, after that, he should be right. Yeah, Anthony, that was going to be the next question. So I think he played, did he play at national level when he was around 17, 18? I think he was one of those guys that really had to make a, make a choice between cricket and footy, wasn't he? Is that right? Yeah, it's a bit like Gus had to make the choice. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at between a hot dog and a bucket of chips, at, the at you, did, you didn't choose either. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, um, he, he kept an Australian under-17s in, yeah, there you in go. the cricket. So yeah. he, he was, he was yeah. a very, very good cricketer. And um, this Road World Series or whatever, they have to have a, a special player who's played another sport and um, so yeah. he's played with yeah against Sachin Tendulkar and um, Dale Stane and these guys when he went over there last time so it's, yeah it's quite interesting remarkable story Miles congratulations on the win thanks for joining us on ONM Live thanks boys appreciate it Sam, obviously pretty disappointing as we spoke off air that you were thereabouts, just obviously a few little things didn't go your way, which probably really hurt you and they were able to capitalise that on the scoreboard. Yeah, I, I think we matched them around contests. We, we got on top in patches and uh, late we, we come hard and we, we just we play too much in a wave at the moment and, and it comes and goes. And, and good sides like that, when it, when it does go, are going to be able to put you away a few. And we, 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 we definitely thought we were thereabouts and I thought we could have... Yeah, put that put that right to disorder. I don't think we would have ever run away from it. It would have been a really close one to the end. We've got a lot of respect for Aubrey and what they do. But, um, yeah, just lacked a little bit late. A few too, few too many passengers, I think. So we, we've got to look at that and, and see what we can bring. Coming out of the listen at three-quarter time, mate, and obviously the talk was we'd done this before. We've come from six goals down before. Obviously that final last year was obviously what a lot of the boys were, were referring to. But you've you got that belief that you guys can run anything down. Obviously it didn't happen today, but it's a belief your group definitely has and something you know you can do. Yeah, we, we don't want to rely on it. Like it, 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 It's something that we have in our back pocket and we're, and we're really confident in our ability to, to run and carry and, and play in, I guess, that manner. But it's not something I want to have to refer to every week. And it's something we need to really get on top of. We, we, we were able to fight back early in the first quarter and get it to even game. And um, we, we've got to be able to fight three quarters, so we don't need a resort to that. It's, it's a risky game style that doesn't always come off. We've been on the, the lucky end of it many times, and it's great, great we have that belief and a willingness to win, but I, I want to I fight more games out in, it, in, I guess, a more consistent way. And then just that last kick going inside 50, they probably really hurt. Almer Fudd had a lot of attention, obviously Jesse Wilson on him, and then one or two dropping in front of him. Prime Train wasn't able to find the space that he was able to against Myrtleford. Just really hard there, and the kicks probably weren't helping him out. Yeah, it was... Um, Alex had a noble effort out there. He, he always does, and he, he could have kicked a big bag. Like I, I think, if you look at he kicked three goals, five. If he kicks eight, we're probably going. He had a really good game. So um, I, we we like what Alex brings. I I spoke to Andrew Moore just before, and he goes, "Are we relying on him too much?" And I, I don't think we ever want to put a ceiling what he's capable of doing. I think we want to see him continuing to rise. We just 
Well, we moved Brody Filo to forward flank after half time, and I think we've seen somebody who can use the footy really well, and we and we, and we got a lot out of that. Um, we we probably just didn't get enough people being able to hit that inside fifty kick. But credit to Brody, we challenged him and took him out of that um, comfortable position for him, which is mid, and, and moved him to the forward flank, and he was probably the one that was able to do it for us. But yeah, we, we we've got we've got a lot to work on in terms of our forward entries because we are getting enough inside fifties. And when you pulled that move at halftime with Brody, obviously Dylan Wilson went in there and did a bit of a defensive role with Elliot Power and was able to quell a bit of his effect in the second half. Yeah, yeah, we, we love Dill. Like, well, I, again, I don't want to pull from too many places. Um, I want to keep it as simple as I can. And Dill gives us a lot down forward as a forward 50 pressure player. And um, uh, we needed something in there. Um, oh, it's following me, that thing. Number 13, I think, was too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> You're still now. getting here. You're still getting here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll throw it upstairs, mate. Uh, Muzz, tell us about Lockie McCartney. He's an absolute star, number one tackler in the competition. He averages nine tackles a game, and I thought today he was clearly one of your best players on the ground. Yeah, he he, he values the right things. Um, I teach defence, and it's a big part of our, our DNA. And, and Lockie, he values it, and he and he loves it. Um, I think for Lockie, he, he's, a, he's a really good talent who, who's just finding his feet again. He only played three games in three years, and I think his upside has is, is still got a lot. Um, he, he's found his feet at this level and is, is competing really hard, and I think for, for us as a team, he, he brings us a really hard edge that we don't have. Um, yeah, Lockie's, Lockie's fit in really well, um, and we're really grateful to have him. Your three talls that are, aren't, or aren't playing at the minute, obviously Will Christie, with VFL duties, that was a curveball you copped at the start of the season. Uh, Mirrors Lanaz, he's out with a with a knee complaint, and Jace McQuaid's not too far away. When you get those three tools back in your side, or even two of them, how many more strings does it add to the Rovers' bow? Yeah, I, I think it, it gives us a lot. Like you, you didn't mention, Pup Clark is probably one of our, our best defenders, and um, we we do like a bit of height around the ground. I think Toby's carrying a big load, and um, he, he's done really well for us during the year. But the ability to bring Jay's pup, Will Christie, Tristan back into that side will, will stiffen us up a lot. And um, again, we, we play a pretty fast game, so we don't we don't rely on tours a lot. But the ability to bring them back in, I think Elijah Amory got through his first full game this year as well. Um, a player who brings us a lot of that inside fifty pressure. So we, we've got a bit to add back in, and, and we know that we've just got a, a really big month coming up with with Yara and Wodonga. So we, we've got to be able to find a way to fight through this. And uh, when we get those I guess, good players back on the field, I think we'll be better off from it. Sam, uh, Brad Frakey, commiserations on the loss, mate. I just want to talk to you about your brother, Toby. I think the first time I've seen him play this year, he looks like he's put on a fair bit of size from last year. And he looks like he's improved out of sight. He must be really, really proud of how his game's developing. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a really good talent. I think um, if you look at myself and Nick, Toby's probably the one who's got the actual most raw ability. Um, He's got to get a bit of the dog Nick has in him, and I think he'll go a long way. But Toby's um, working really hard. He's spending a lot of time at Prime Trains House in the gym, which is really good that Prime's helping him with that. Um, Toby's finding his feet, and he's, he's starting to get a lot of interest outside of the O&M, which is great. And um, for him, it's, it's, it's a journey that um, he's looking to get to the highest level, and I think he's got to continue to, to pressure himself against players like Isaac Muller and, and Ben Kelly. And, and today, I, I, I haven't reviewed Toby's game, but I think he held his own out there, which is good. Yeah, good day, Sam. Luke Francis here. Just mentioned, uh, well, you and Gus, you mentioned a few players that could come back into the team, the taller guys, and talking about Pup Clark. Just how deep do you guys bat in the twos? You just mentioned that maybe a few passengers today. Are there some guys that can come in and take spots for when you line up against the Bulldogs? Will there be pressure on spots? Yeah, we look, uh, we, we've, we've been hurt a little bit with injuries. There's, there's some players in the twos that are, 
They're putting their hands up. I think, like most sides, um, there's probably around 10 that sit around the, around the 15 to 25 mark in, in terms of players that we want to play. We, we, we've definitely got a really strong two-side who, who got a bit of a, um, a touch-up today, but um, we, we've got some players who, who will really push for it. Um, I think after the bye we've got coming up, we'll see probably three or four straight back into our senior side. So we've got some real depth to add back in. I think um, apart from that, there's a couple of other players that um, have been with us um, throughout last year and, and, and that are looking to come back in the later half of the season. So we, we've probably got some, some stuff to bring back in. But at the moment, we, we, we're working with what we've got and, and, and we've got to make that work. It, it, we can't look too far into who we're missing and, and play poor us. We, we've got a team that we, we put forward that we backed to win and today we didn't bring it. So uh, a lot to move on there. Mars, yeah. there's seven boys named for the Rovers in the interleague side next week. Do you, who do you know will be lining up for the, uh, for the Ovens and Murray next weekend? Hey, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I, Damien Sexton will do that. He's, um, he's a passionate guy. I love, I love Seco. We've had some great chats. I, I think Toby, Toby should get a look, especially maybe with what happened to Isaac today. Um, I, I'd love to see Al Markley go out there. He, he plays, uh, he, he loves footy and, and he enjoyed it last time. Um, Dill Stone's had a pretty good start to the season as well. And Brody Philo, um, I think Seco's excited to, to play Brody. It's a good challenge for him. Everyone knows how Brody gets. So um, I think that would be, be good fun. And it's, it's, good to, it's good for those guys to continue pressing to, to play at the highest level. I think it's good for them to be able to come back and, and, and bring that to what we're trying to do. Commiserations on the loss, Muzz. We'll catch you in the weeks to come. Thanks, guys.